I want to get back into intermittent fasting, I think, because mm. I was watching a video recently about how, about the body advantage, like the advantages on your body of fasting. I never really thought about it much before. I just used to do it because I thought that it would help with my um, <laughs> metabolism. That's the one. Metabolism. I'm trying to think of the word, yeah. um, which it did. Mm. It does. But um, there's loads of benefits. Apparently, like the longer you get into a fast, like the more it reduces things like even cholesterol. You can't just write patent pending and then it'd be a thing. I actually I actually know a patent a patent lawyer. Oh really? Yeah. So well if you, if it was, it I posted this photo. Right. Which that is, looks it's like a latte. top of a, okay, it's it's a, a latte, latte with a flake on the edge. Right. And I put lattes and flakes. Something sometimes greatness appears as madness before its time. Which I thought was a great phrase. Hang on. So Say that again. Sometimes greatness appears as madness before it's time. Oh, okay. I actually like that. And I thought, I call this the real coffee aficionado special. Wow. <laughs> wow. And then the place where I made it, which was, at, well, I didn't make it, sorry. My friend Jess gave me it. It's, it's literally just a latte with, with a flake on. So I said, can I please have a flake with my with my latte? And it's she a said, That's fine. It was a happy yeah. And then happy at the hub replied saying, I recognize that worktop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've been rumbled. Oh no. But um, yeah, so that was what, that was, that was how I spent my morning was just telling the world about the greatness of flakes and, and, and lattes. That is fabulous. Anyway. Yeah. Welcome to Sunset Sessions podcast with Matt and Jared. I am Matt. I'm Jared. It feels like ages since we've done one of these. It has, but the people listening, for them, it's just the same yeah, time just every week. week. It's just for us, it's been like They don't realise like we, we record 10 episodes in one day and then don't see each other for three months. No, it's just that you go away for like six years. I went then... away for f- five days. I went away for five days to Nottingham and I did- tell And I was away in Cardiff. And you were in Cardiff so as well, couldn't... so we couldn't record. So we had to kind of jiggle it a little bit, but I turned my phone off when I left on Sunday until I got back on Friday. You did, and you're very good at that. Oh, I don't man. Know how you do it. Well, it's quite easy. I turned it off, and then I left it in the dashboard in the car so I couldn't touch it. So it got stolen. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, but honestly, and I, the difference it <laughs> makes... You wouldn't know it's present, different if your phone got stolen. I honestly wouldn't. No, I mean, um, the rest of us wouldn't, because you never reply. <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> I'm joking. To be you fair, do. that's you also... You're actually very prompt with some of your replies. Well, it depends what it is. Like if it's organising the podcast, you're on it. Yeah, more or less. Like if, if I'm going to reply to someone via text, it generally has to be, um, uh, I need something or want something. Um, are you are you there yet? As in like arriving or arranging a time for something. Uh, like I, you'll very rarely get a text from me like, oh, how's it going? Like just out of the blue, just wanting chit chat. That is really not me. I'll only do that if I think there's something actually wrong. Mm. I shouldn't probably say that because then if someone gets a, hey, how's it going? They'll be like, what? What's wrong? What have I done? <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah. So this is it. So that those are the only times. Okay. So uh, uh, the, the pastoral part of me is like, oh, I probably should for their benefit, <laughs> but I really rather do this face to face. I really don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> There's probably lots that we could talk about from the last two weeks, but I don't really want to because it will take forever. Neither do I. 
And, and we have a really interesting and juicy topic. We do. Let's get on the juice. Well, it's born, we want to keep this to time as well. Yeah, yeah. And it's born out of a conversation that we had. We actually had today. We did. We're not going to tell you what the date was so people can't pin it down. Yeah. Um, but, but but also also as well, it's it's worth mentioning, Matt's brought this topic this evening and I didn't know we were going to talk about this. Yeah, yeah. So some of what I say maybe external processings that I may later disagree with. Well, that's with. what I've realised yeah. throughout today is yeah. that how much I actually haven't communicated some of these thoughts I've had with other people, but I've obviously had an internal dialogue. Yeah. And as you expressed, and I said this to my my office partner today, oh, yeah. <laughs> Claire, who I share an office with, because yeah. um, it was me and her that have been talking about it for, a, actually we've probably talked about it on and off over, over a few different days, weeks, months. Mm. Um, but it came to like a, a boil today when it came out in a big conversation with 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 you there as well. Yeah, and um, yeah, I realised today at one point I was I said to I said to Claire like, oh, it's really interesting. I haven't ever really communicated this before, and as I say it, I start to realise there's a point at which I I reach the limit of how I've thought about it and like where it can't be where I haven't processed beyond a point. If that makes sense. There's a limit to how much I even understand about what I think about the topic. Okay, yeah. So therefore, when I get to it, I get almost like stuck and I go, wait, is that what I think? Like, yeah, yeah. Am I, is that really? So I, I, I externally process everything. So by the end of the conversation, if I've got nothing else to say, it's because I've used up all my thinking power and I've probably disagreed with myself about three or four times <laughs> in the process. But I will have landed on something by the end that I fully agree with myself, even okay. if no one else does. So yeah, to keep you out of suspense, excellent. Um, the topic we're talking about is can heterosexual men and women be just friends? Got it. And like on the surface, it sounds like a really like odd way of phrasing a question, but there is yeah. a rationale for why we've been thinking about it that way. Yeah. And why like Claire and I have been talking about it that way. Okay. And I think a big, it's so like initially... Initially, when we were talking about it, I think I was very much on the side of, yes, men and women can be friends. There's, okay. I, I don't disagree that men and women can be friend, can be just friends. Right. But then I started having to think about even what I thought a friend was. And I started to realize I actually don't necessarily, I think I call lots of people friends, but I don't mean it as like friends, friends. Mm. And also I started thinking about even the context of some of my friendships. And I was quite open with Claire about this, saying that, you know, there are people I work with who I consider work friends. Claire's probably not actually a work friend. I probably would consider her more like more of a general friend. Like we okay. we do hang out and we catch up. Yeah, yeah. Um but you but I do know there's people who I work with who are probably only friends when I'm in the work setting. Like I probably wouldn't ever see them outside of work. I wouldn't communicate with them outside of work hours. Right. But I would consider them more than just a passerby. Yes. <laughs> sort of maybe on that acquaintance level, a word that we don't use. Acquaintance. Particularly often. Well, and can almost sound insulting. Well, you wouldn't you... use it to their face, would you? Like, no. Oh, Hello, my, this is my acquaintance. Here's, here's my friend Matt. Oh, no, no, no. We, we're, just, we're just acquaintances. Yeah. Like, we just, we just have to bump into each, into each other because we're paid to. So, exactly. You know, that would sound, exactly. That would sound, it would sound rude. Yeah. Yeah. But that is, but the I truth. think that, that is, is a level truth. of. Can you name the people who? <laughs> uh, Chris Hump. No, <laughs> no, 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 joking, Chris. Um, but it's also like the point of as well. I think a, a, oftentimes, and my mum always jokes about this because she says about. <laughs> I don't think 
that either of them might be saying this. Mm. My mum always says about how Paul, her partner, yeah. has lots of people that he calls his mate, my mate, so and so. And Paul may have only met that guy once, but right. he's just called him his mate. Like, yeah. it's just a way of referring to people that maybe you're familiar with and got it. Maybe you've had conversations with and got a it. bit of a connection, but mm. not necessarily like you grew up with them, you've known them for 30 years or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that that was like the first thing I had to think about is actually where do I sit on that because because that is an important part of it and the reason why I say heterosexual men and women because I think as I'll get into later on there's to me and to the research that I looked into oh, there's an element of like the sexual attraction and by that I don't mean like a seedy thing I literally mean as in like if you're physically attracted you find yeah. someone physically attracted yeah it doesn't right, need to okay. be like, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So that was kind of like why I set it up that way. Mm. Um, and because it's the context of my life, because okay. I'm a heterosexual man. Yeah. And the question is about, do I have friends that are women? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Do you have any initial thoughts? Any initial thoughts? While I put my phone on mute, because I keep getting freaking messages. <laughs> okay. My initial thoughts, but... We may not need to dive in. Not necessarily about the, about, sorry, just to clarify, initial mm-hmm. thoughts about like this as a topic, not, I, not yeah. as in, as in, is it an okay topic, but I don't know, you know, from how I've just described it now, yeah. you know, do you think that, you know, what, okay. Uh, is it an okay topic? Is that, is that the question? No, no, no. I just mean like, don't give me your like five words answer. Like, do you think men and women? I just mean, do you have any initial thoughts on, okay. on that? Like, are there any things that suddenly sound out like, Actually, yeah, like this could be an issue and this could be, but we'll okay, get so, it and then we can, and then we can unpack them. Okay. So my initial response is, of course, men and women can be friends. Like that's my initial response. And I think anyone who says they can't probably has, um, I think maybe boundary issues as in they don't know their boundaries and they don't, and they maybe don't, haven't considered them enough to know what's appropriate and what's not. Um, even with friends that aren't women, like, because if you don't have boundaries in, in, if you don't understand your boundaries and what you would count as acceptable and what your differences in friendship look like, I think you're struggling anyway with, with what's acceptable in, in terms of what you give out and what you receive in terms of friendships. But that's probably a a deeper conversation. Um, even beyond that, I think there are set circumstances where with, with the different women that I know in my life that are friends, depending on their context, depends on how I would place myself in their life. Not because I'm any more or less of their friend, but just because I think actually there's just an appropriate thing to, appropriate way to act around them that would, that is a right way to honour a woman like that. Um, and if their context change changes for whatever reason, and I'm talking about relationally, whether they were a uh, single boyfriend, married, whatever, then maybe, and this is me thinking off the cuff because I haven't, so I may have to like rejig how I That's think good. this as we go through. But I think maybe my the way I would place myself in their life again would change depending how their circumstances changed. Interesting. Um, yeah, so that's kind of some of the direction that I was thinking as well because maybe I'm for me, <laughs> provisionally, I'll yeah. give my answer to the yeah. question. Yeah, okay. Because I have to give it in a couple of different ways. Right. So yes, I also think that men and women can be friends. Yes. I don't think that heterosexual men and women can be best friends. 
And I don't think that I can be friends and like really intimate, close friends with women who have relationships. And also if I had a relationship. Okay. That's like the, that's the overarching view. Okay. And there's, there's specific reasons for me mm. why I think that. Okay. And it's really interesting how much of this study that I looked into relates to what I, my own personal thoughts and without ever having looked up much about it beforehand, how much of it kind of aligns. And the first thing about men and women being friends, I think I, like you said, I think it's just obvious. Yes, of course. Um, men and women can be friends. Like there's lots of different contexts for that, whether it's like I said, work relationships and just people you grew up with, um, family friends that you've known for a long time. Um, for us, like church friends, like people in your community, um, neighbors, all that stuff. Like naturally men and women are going to interact. And actually really interestingly, one of the things that came up a lot in the study was talking about how they called it like the phenomena of cross-sex relationships, meaning friendships between men and women as a really modern phenomena. Like it's a new thing, like historically, culturally, men and women haven't been friends because of the way that society has been set up. Like, and the way that, as in, I'm not saying in all situations, but in general, it was mm. always quite limited in that men mixed with men, women mixed with women. That, historically, that's been a thing that you can actually, and when I thought about it, I was like, actually, that is, a, that is an interesting thing. Well, I hadn't thought about it much, but I guess that is well, that is you, something that happened throughout. You can probably extend that to, so, because I, th I think maybe even the, sorry, my microphone's gone A well. Um, so you can extend it to things like romance. So romance actually is quite an, a new invention or discovery. And I mean that in the sense of people didn't used to marry because they love people. They used to marry for class and for status and stuff. And that's just what you stuck with. And that was the done thing, right? And so even this, you know, when you watch a rom-com and this kind of boy meets girl thing, that that's, that's I don't know how, I, I don't want to put a specific number on it, but let's say it was just the last uh, 150 years that that's come out or maybe 200 years, right? Before that, romance wasn't really a thing. Well, I mean, uh, like in, in terms of the way culture perceives yeah, it, right? In the, yeah. So, um, so therefore probably men and women weren't set up to be friends yeah. in, in that way. So, so it is quite, it is quite a new thing. And, and so because there wasn't that idea of romance, then the idea of a boy and a girl being friends and navigating what it does or doesn't look like was probably, it's probably also really new in that sense, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I think, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I, I think it's, but when I thought about it, I was like, actually, it's, it's probably really recent history for men and women to be mm. like, for us to get to a point where it could be like, oh yeah, they're my best friend without it being weird. Like, as in, it's quite normal now to hear people say that like a man say that a woman is, uh, is, is his best friend or a woman mm. say that a man is her, is her best friend. Like that, I feel like even 50, 60 years ago, that might still have been a bit weird in some parts of culture to say that. Yeah. Mm. But, um, so that's my first point okay. about, I do think that men and women can be friends. Okay. <laughs> cool. What was my second one? So they can, I be, don't they can, they can be friends now, yes. but couldn't before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I mean, that's just an interesting phenomenon that like a lot of the research points out. It's like, mm. actually this is quite a, there is research about it, but it's not, it's not able to have been tested too much because it is actually quite a recent phenomena. Great. Like that whole thing, mm -hmm. which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think most people would agree that yes, on the base level of what you call friends, then we get to the thing of like when people are saying about being best friends. Are we going to define friends at some point? Well, 
No, because I think it's really hard. Well, I think it comes out in that in that thing. There's like the, the levels to it. Okay, well, we'll come back to the levels. You carry on what you're saying. And then once you've kind of rounded off, I, I want to yeah, return yeah. to the levels. Okay. But, okay. Okay. Um, my second thing was about, I don't think that men and women can be best friends. Okay. Which I know is like- Other than husband and wife, for example. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm talking about, Just, uh, I'm talking about platonic. Cool. I don't think that is. And I think because- that level of intimacy, uh, if from from my perspective and my experience, and therefore I'm probably just projecting it onto the whole of society, mm. will like that level of intimacy will naturally have more more between it. And it's really interesting to me. The more and more I hit you, you think about the fact that, like, generally couples are like best friends, or at least I think they should be. Yeah. So really. I, I agree. If that is the end goal, then how can how can you sit in that relation like best friend relationship and it not be the person that you're interested in in that way romantically? Interesting. Yeah. So that's like where and that's where I think there's some it's interesting to use the the term end goal. <laughs> like because I think that would always need unpacking as well. What what do you mean by the end goal? Like being together. Okay, so you mean two people who want to spend all their time together, have a deep and intimate relationship. Like the only end goal of a man and a woman being best friends mm. can be them being together. The only end goal? Yeah, like long term. Like unless, they, unless they're planning on being single and they don't want to have a romantic relationship with anyone, then they can't be, be like those. You can't truly have a best friend if you've got like six of them. <laughs> That's true. Well, I don't think you can have a, and I don't think you can have two feet. I don't think you can have a friend. Like I couldn't have a friend, a best, my best friend who's a woman and then also equally have another best friend who's my wife. Yeah. So okay. I just don't think those, because like, I wouldn't share the same things that I share with my best friend as I do with my wife. Well, and we're talking just for the, the terms of language, heterosexual, like where there could be the potential of romantic so like, as in, yeah, 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 talking, yeah, we're specifically talking yeah, about heterosexual so, friendships. So, yeah. Okay. So if, if there was a different dynamic, you could be friends with someone who wasn't heterosexual, but was a woman and that could be your best friend while still having a wife. Is that the kind of suggestion there? Well, we'll come back to that because, okay. some, of the, because some of the research is really interesting about that. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, but that's, that's where I'm at. I, I don't think, yeah, that I, I don't think it's wise to have like a best friend of the opposite sex if as a heterosexual. Okay. Interesting. Not wise. Um, and that could just be my naivety and my, and my boundary, mm. my awareness for myself. Mm. Okay. So, um, come on, ask your question. What is it? What are you thinking? I'm, okay. I'm, I'm just trying to process as I go, but I, I just want to return to the, the term of friends. Okay. Because when I think about friendship, like, um, so there is a great definition, as those of you listening will know, I'm a Christian, like Matt is as well. We're not obviously like, are you not? Oh, great. He's giving me a funny look. What? <laughs> um, so, and there's, there's a verse in the Bible that says, um, it's Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. if you want to look it up. And it says, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. And the whole thing around that is, when you think of what a friend looks like, 
the they should sharpen you. Like as in, if you can imagine, I don't know, you're at Toby Carvery and you see some of the the the, the knives that they they slice the meat with, and they kind of sharpen them against each other. Mm. Like they they sharpen each other. You can't sharpen a knife on its own. You have to have something to sharpen it against. But also, there's a sense of when you sharpen the blade, actually, it does shave some of the metal down. Mm. Like there's a point of to be the person that sharpens, you have to give a little bit of yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so, which I think is a great analogy. So it's, that's uh, really interesting to mm. use that as for friendship. It doesn't say friendship, does it? It doesn't. But realistically, because I think of that as the church challenging itself. Oh, interesting. And on actual like, and on people that you don't like, and actually being able to take rebuke from. Sometimes from people that you don't like, I might not like what a speaker has to say, but if they're yeah. speaking truth, yeah, then actually I need to be refined by that and I need to be sharpened by it. Interesting. So I've I've literally so for me that is my actual standard of friendship. Oh, okay. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. So if if I'm in a, if I'm in a friendship where maybe I'm not sharpening them, but they're sharpening me, that's probably not fair on them. So I have to either kind of put a boundary up so that they don't keep investing in me, which sounds awful. Yeah. But maybe yeah. maybe I'm. Yeah. That maybe I'm like, oh, that this is this it's not fair on them to allow them to do that. Or vice versa, I'm sharpening someone else, but actually they don't sharpen me. And that sounds really selfish, but ultimately, um, if it's all give, give, give and no receive, like you've got to be able to receive love in some way for to as as human beings, that is part of who we are. We need to receive love. Yeah. Um and so if the, the friendship's all one dimensional, actually that's maybe not a healthy relationship. Um, and maybe they they call you a friend, but they don't actually value as much as you value them. Mm. Um, and and when I think about the, the people who are my closest friends, um, uh, all right, we get on each other's nerves sometimes, but or whatever, all the rest of it. But in terms of sharpening each other, there are there are people who who I would do anything for, and I know that in ways probably they don't even know either the ways that they do, but they do sharpen me in like in abundance, right? Mm. And so. And so I think there's an element of the people that you are tightest with. Um, and the, so I'm, I'm going to give you a picture now. Concentric circles, right? Imagine, imagine a picture of concentric circles, as in one little circle in the middle, then another circle that, that kind of lines it on the outside and so on and so forth. If you don't know what concentric circles are, listen to this. Just type in Google Images, concentric circles, and then you can get this picture, right? And I want you to imagine the middle circle is for the closest relationships you have. Now, for the majority of people out there, that might be family, but also um, that, that might be people who are your, tight, your best friends, like your, your tightest people on that same level of, these are the people that I'm most vulnerable with, right? Who, I, who know the deepest parts of me and who I'd be most honest with uh, and uh, most weak with, right? And, um, and... Um, and then you might go, and those, and even those people that aren't your biological family. So I can think of the people that I put in that in that middle circle, and I'm not related to most of them, but I, they are they are my family. I'd class them as family, even if they didn't know a class them as family, right? That's the kind of middle middle ground. And then you go to the next ring, and those are people who I, and I'm just making this up as I go along, but you get the image. Those are people who I class as really good mates. So they don't know the deepest parts of me, but I love hanging out with them. I really value them, and I still pour into them part of me. And they still sharpen me, but they're they're not family. That's not to denigrate them. That's just I'm not as close mm. on that on that level with them as I am with the other people. You know, um, like if there was a crisis in my life and I needed someone to pray for me or someone to just hear what I had to say, knowing they're not going to judge me, they wouldn't be the people I go to first. Mm. It'll be the people in the middle circle. You know, and then the, the circle on the outside is again 
still friends, but they're people who I hang out with maybe corporately, but I wouldn't, I don't go out of my way to spend one-to-one time with, but I do like them and I do want to value them. And in a corporate sense, I want them to be included, involved. So if we're organizing a gathering, I'll be conscious, oh, I want to make sure I invite them and and get them get them in, right? That might be layer three. Layer four, it like people who I know, but like, um, I'm trying to think, so like at church, church is a huge gathering of people. Now I don't hang out with all of them, even though I work for the church and I love them all. But then that's fourth area might be just people who, you know, I really value. I know them. I know stuff about them. I want to make sure they're okay. If they mm. needed something, oh, you need my grass cutting because I broke my arm and I can't do it. I'd go around there and do it for them or whatever if they if they needed that. But I don't go my way to hang out with them. Yeah, It's a different kind of relationship. People on the outside are people who I pass in the street, like maybe my neighbours. So I can think of my neighbours down the road, Bob and Tony. I can think of... Um, uh, people across the road, uh, I can think of. Um, Are you saying you consider all these people friends? No, but this, I'll get to that. Okay. So, um, so these are people. So those are people who, if I stop in the street, I'll give them my time because actually I want to know they're valued and I'm interested in who they are. Mainly because also as well, maybe at some point I'd love because it's a local thing. I'd love maybe to say, oh, come to church or you know maybe get to know them better or whatever. So um, and even those neighbours, we, we, me and my housemate, we put cards through to say, oh, if you need if you need any shopping done because this is like start a lockdown. If you need anything done, shopping, prescription picked up, whatever, we live at this number. Feel free to, this is our phone number. If you need anything, let us know, right? Um, so just things that we could say, you know, but that's like the fifth layer maybe of that ring. Um, the the next layer of the ring might be um, the checkout at, um, at Tesco's. Different every time. Like there's still, there's still people I'm polite to. There's still people, um, you know, I will try and build like some sort of superficial relationship. I always try and check the name badge so that when it gets to the end of the clock, because I always try and talk to them because some, some people are really horrible to cashiers and it's just must be an awful job. So I always try and make conversation. <laughs> yeah, Matt. Um, I always try and make a conversation and use their name when I finish. So if I see their name is um, Tim, I'll get to the end of the conversation and I'll be like, oh, cheers. Thank you for that, Tim. Have a great evening or whatever it is. And just because there's a lot of power in a name and I want them to feel like valued and like I'm interested. But mm. I'm not like suddenly, if I was at that, that checkout and I was like, yeah, I've had a really rough week. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, um, my dog died and, you know, all this, you know, and just started outpouring. That'd be inappropriate, right? Now, so I know you're thinking, what has this got to do with anything? Mm, but, I am. Yeah. But in terms of what I class as a friend, like up to about layer four, maybe five, those are people I would class as friends, maybe use the word acquaintance, whatever, but they're people I have some sort of continued relationship with. Beyond that, check out cashier, whatever, I don't have a continued relationship. It's a little moment in time where I can go, oh, I want to make you feel valued, but that's maybe probably as far as it'll go, right? And depending on what ring they sit in depends on, will will um, dictate how much of myself I give to them or how much of myself I'm willing to give to them, right? So that doesn't mean I necessarily spend all my time with them. So there's people in the middle circle. That, so, okay, take my best mate, Tom, right? Love Tom, I was best man at his wedding. Now I haven't seen him, Probably, I'm actually going around this on this this weekend um, for a takeaway. He t- texts me, oh, do you want to come around and take whatever? So, and I hadn't seen him o- over a month, right? Now, he doesn't mean he's not my best mate. He doesn't slip down the, the rings. Mm. Like, he's still my best mate, um, even though I don't get to spend as much time with him. He's got a young family. He's got a wife. He's got a kid, all the rest of it. Um, and um, and so, yeah, which is, which, you know, I'd like to spend more time with him at different points, but reality is he's got other commitments. I've got lots of commitments, but he's still in that middle space. So, um, and he, he is my best mate. Yes, he's a bloke. Fine. 
I get that. But there's, are there any women in that? There, there are women in there that I would say I would class them as family. Like if they turn around and said, I would do anything. Yeah, but that's different no, to no, be no. a friend. But no, I, that's I, not a platonic friendship if you're saying they're family because family no, but, is a different mindset. No, no, of, of the, it, of is, the view. it is and it isn't. It because because what I'm trying to say is if someone is you have that that connection as as a friend. There's a point where it doesn't matter whether biologically related or not. I would then go, do you know what? I count you as family. I would do anything for you, right? So, so for me, uh, there are there are there are women that I would say are in there now, and I I mean that in the sense of there are, there are married women in there, right? But then I would probably say like their husbands might be in there as well, right? But the point is, in the, in that moment, I don't spend all my time with them because that wouldn't be appropriate, right? Mm. But I I still would class them as really good important friends slash family that I would mm. say, do you know what, if they need anything, if they turn around and said, Jared, crisis, uh, my car's broke down and I'm on the whatever and can't get hold of whoever. Um, I, I know you're, uh, you're nearby. Can you pick me up? Yeah, not an issue. I'd like be, you know, because they're important people, but they, and so they are people who I'd say, yeah, they're friends. And yes, I can be friends with them, but the boundaries that I employ mean it's just knowing how how is the right way to be present in their life doesn't mean you spend all your time with them like that's that's a different that's a different thing you're looking for and so yes you can be friends but i think if you're spending that much intimate time together really you're developing something else that that is more suggestive of romance rather than do, do you know what i mean so it doesn't have and i'm again i'm processing this as i go but i don't think I don't think friendship has to be defined and like important friendships as in, um, and I wouldn't call it any of them my best friend. Like that's, so that's not what I'm getting at, but I would class them as important friends and people who I'd define as family in that middle bracket. Mm. Um, and I don't spend all my time with them. Like most of it's corporate settings with either their partners or other people. And, and so, um, that they, they are people who I, who I really value. Yeah. So, um, I think that is a slightly special category though. Because I think I, I, it, it I, I know what you mean. Because it's the same, it is the same with family, like when you, family that you are close with, and family that you, where it's like literally, I would drop everything at the yeah, you know, f for certain people. I mean, there's lots of people I would that's do that not, for. But that's not like there is no level of like romance would never be a part of that. Yeah, if okay. you know what I mean. <laughs> but if but you, even if you understand what I'm yeah, saying, in that, but in that context. even in the next ring, it, it's where they don't quite fit in that mould of family. They're people who I really value them and they're good friends with. Mm. Uh, I still think there's an element of of that just to a lesser degree. Yeah, they yeah. have less of my time and they have less of my maybe input in some ways. Well, there's a really interesting but, definition of friendship in this study, Okay, which is saying it can be defined by both what it is and what it isn't. So this is saying it's a voluntary cooperative personal relationship. Okay, slow it down, slow it down. Because my, my brain is, needs to chew on this. It's a voluntary, voluntary cooperative personal relationship. Cooperative personal relationship. Yeah. Okay. Involving varying degrees of companionship. Varying degrees of companionship. Intimacy. Companionship, intimacy. Affection. Affection. And mutual assistance and mutual assistance. It is typically not defined. It's typically not defined. <laughs> by a social category such as blood relations or marital partnerships. Marital par they don't count as friends. Well, I think I think because they're saying 
Like, of course you're friends with your bloody wife. Okay. <laughs> you, you, yeah. You, you Sorry, moron. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you absolute idiot. If okay. you don't think you're friends with your wife, then you're probably not going to be married for long. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, okay. So they're saying that uh, viewed in light of these characteristics, cross-sex friendship has been described as a voluntary, cooperative, non-romantic alliance between members of the opposite sex. Alliance. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, this is like literally a study that's using all of the like... Proper terminology. Like clinical yeah. term it yeah. can. Okay, that's interesting. And I think it's a really good way of defining it because it's like that whole... Because I think it... I think it... It strips away those people who are more of an influence... Like it strips away that center and even slightly that outer one for the, the first one for, for you. For the way that I was defining it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I think that, because I think that's why I think those people are like, they're different because I don't think e like not generally like even romantic partnerships aren't probably going to come from that central place anyway. There's most intimate places, unless it's someone you've been, that you, has been in that category for a long time for you or you've already got them there. Well, it's interesting. Because well, <laughs> we're literally talking about uh, like, but this is like the topic of, you know, it's men and women specifically like being friends, but also it's because like there's, there's an ulterior motive behind it being that both of us are people who want to have monogamous lifelong yeah. relationships. Yeah. I hope, yeah. I think yeah. you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So I think if that is your mindset and yeah. this is like, this is where it's applicable. Mm. If you don't care about any of that, then yeah, be as friends with whoever you want and sleep with everyone. But <laughs> Yeah, probably not, my, that. not my motto in life yeah, but. Yeah. but it's for some um so okay so what's the but it's interesting but there's one thing actually you said that i want to pick up on yeah okay for me because this is what i said to claire as well right. in that the problem Does i claire have mind being mentioned no nah, she i asked her she said it's fine Excellent. as long as you don't tell the story about all of her all of her awkward stories on 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 here don't that, do that. that can be the next podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll okay. start a different podcast just yeah for that. just declare stories yeah um and just don't tell one of the things i said to her when we first became friends was like i tell everybody everything don't read into it okay like so you were saying about how you're not like i'm i but i i clarified that actually today with her to be like but just to make it clear i might tell you anything about me if you ask me but that doesn't mean that I'm going to listen to your advice if you try and give me advice about something. Interesting. And it was kind of like watching the moment of being like, what does that mean? And even for me, like trying to process what I meant. And I think it's interesting like you're saying about the whole iron sharpening iron because my point to her was that I, ha I know who my friends are, who are the ones that I listen to to take advice on. Yeah. And in general, there are no women in that group. And that sounds really, and I don't mean that because I'm like a bigot and I don't like women. <laughs> it's just that I have close male friends who I yeah. trust with my problems because I've seen in the past and this has come up recently when I've like been on a date with someone or something and said to them like just to clarify me being kind doesn't mean I'm in doesn't mean I'm into you in a, <laughs> yeah, in a yeah, nicer yeah. way of saying it <laughs> but like I think yeah. too often it's assumed it can be assumed that if you're open and you know you're sharing and you're bearing everything that's happened in your life to someone that means that you're into them and it doesn't always mean that it just might be that like literally like my character is that if you ask me something I, I won't hold back like I'll tell you or tell my story that's interesting because in my it's probably my, a really terrible character no, no, I, don't, I don't I don't think so I think it, again it's just working out what your boundaries are or, yeah. or trying your best to work out the most appropriate boundaries and interestingly when I think about mine and advice now i there, there are more blokes than women in that center place. 
to where I would go to for advice. But also there there are still women in there because I, I do find that that is a really helpful perspective that, that tend to offer different things mm. um, that maybe I don't always consider. And, um, and because all of those women are married actually, it, then I can do that whether it's in front of other people and ask, you know, and so the conversation's more open. Um, so again, cause I, yeah. I, I value that level of just being transparent and appropriate and all those things, but it's, um, but still having the wisdom in there cause the, the, the women in those, in, in that center space are actually really wise. Mm. Like, um, and, um, and I really value what they have to say. So yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. I but, think it's just, just might be because my center circle may look different to yours. Yeah. Which is and I think not. there have been times in my life when there have been women mm. who are, who have been like some of my closest friends mm. and in that sort of inner core of people that give me advice and speak yeah, to me. Yeah. But at the moment there's not really anybody in my life mm. who I view that way. Yeah. Like I would say in the same way as you said about family being close, mm. My mum is definitely like one of the closest people in my life. Like there are not many people who I have a close relationship with my mum, but I still don't, but I, she's not someone I share my problems with yeah. in the same way. Some things I would, but some mm. things I wouldn't, depending on how appropriate I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Like she's not going to want to know about my heroin ad addiction, <laughs> like, cause that might make her worried. That's, uh, that's a joke. That's a, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah, Jules, if you're listening uh, and I, am, I have no involvement in it, don't, don't stop inviting me around for food. You're, you're my dealer. <laughs> <laughs> don't I like I, I want more fish and chips at some point <laughs> but yeah so that was like so that was where how the study defined it but so mm. what this study looked at which mm. I found really fascinating was it took a group of I think it was 88 yeah that's fine yeah 88 you talk for ages I'm gonna have to cut out loads of what you said <laughs> <laughs> so it just, took just a, pointing at the time it took 88 pairs mm. of heterosexual uh, friends yeah so this study reached out to a load of heterosexual men and women relationships and said, you know, will you be willing to come and share about your friendship with us? Mm. But what they did was they split the two apart. So they didn't, they never had the two of them together sharing like the answers to the questions. And the revealing thing about this study was that it showed that in general men had more of an attraction to the woman mm. in the friendship than they would let on to the woman. Interesting. But the women didn't have that same view. So women actually, from this study, it, it seems women can have platonic in general. Women or, can have mm. a perception of a more platonic relationship. As in, from the woman's perspective, they can have a platonic relationship with a, with a man, a heterosexual man. Yeah. But men are less likely. It's in the back of their mind, it's a an option that it could become a relationship in right. general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really, you know, it's it's quite a vague, but when I actually think about it in my and this is something I said this is what I said to Claire. Okay. Is that there is a point at which if I am talking to a single woman as a single man mm. and I consider her a friend, yeah. there's probably <laughs> somewhere within me Yeah. An, an ulterior motive and not oh, yeah. nothing seedy. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, I think sometimes people go to the extremes and like, Oh, we just, everyone wants to sleep with everyone all yeah, the time. Yeah. Not that at all. Mm. I'm actually genuinely thinking to myself, could this be more? Yeah. Okay. And in the same way, that's why I also don't want to have friends. Don't, sorry. I don't want to have friends. <laughs> that's also why I don't want to be friends mm. necessarily with 
all women because I don't want to be in a position of like doubt when it comes to like women who are in relationships or married or engaged or whatever. There's a level at which it's like, oh, I don't even want there to be a possibility. This becomes an issue. And that's just trying to be, how do I be most appropriate around women? As in, yeah. in the sense of honour them and and make sure I do myself justice. That's yeah. that's the kind of probably framework in that, isn't yeah. it, that you're, you're putting out. But it's interesting you say that, because again, in, in those middle circles, like going back to the concentric circle thing, the- um, You and your circles. I love, I love a good circle. Um, the, so as I said, all the women in there are married, right? Um, and the reality is, when I think about their marriages, I, I think they're all in there because their marriages are so strong. Like, I don't think, it, in talking about married women, I don't think a married woman would, would, would sit in that space if their marriage with their husband wasn't, wasn't rock solid. Mm. And I think actually there's a, there's a point where if they were in there because it was rock solid and then five years down the line, it was rocky as you like, they'd probably move down. They'd probably move out of the middle circle. Yeah. Not because I, but in the sense of, they would, they would be there in spirit as in the sense of, I wouldn't just value them less. I'd value them exactly the same, but in terms of the time, the investment I put in, like in a, like an emotional sense, mm. that would be so much less. Mm. Like in a, pra like to define the definition of that friendship thing, the fourth one was it, was about practical needs. I can't remember what it said, like um, what the definition of friends was in that. Um, mutual assistance. Mutual assistance. Okay. So mutual assistance, that wouldn't go down. That would still be a thing of anything you need, I'm there. But in terms of being present- Anything? Like, no. Exactly. Grief. No, but, no, well, no. I'm, I'm talking about- <laughs> no, no, I'm You know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but the, so the, the, the thing with that is, I think intuitively, I put people there who are safe. As in, because I know how strong their marriage is. I know, and also just because of my worldview, that though, those- women are all Christian. So, because I, I know what, when I see their marriage, I know what the foundations of it are. I know mm. what they strive for and all these things. And so, um, and so that's, that's really important because I, and I, and I know that from how I see that they live, that they have a real wisdom in how they live as well. So that's why, that's why I trust them in that sense. Um, and if that wasn't there, then, um, they would move down, not in terms of the mutual assistance again, because if they needed some, whether it's like practical assistance or, um, I don't know, borrowing money or, you know, whatever you can think of, if there were things like that and I could pitch in, I totally would. But I think there's, there's other instances where, um, and you talk about compromising positions. I can think of a couple where actually I've been made to feel uncomfortable, like in certain situations. Um, because, because it's dawned on me that, um, where, where I've seen maybe a married couple and I thought that doesn't, something there doesn't quite, isn't, isn't where it should be. And then in conversation with, with that married woman, I'm sitting there thinking something, something feels uncomfortable. And I don't think that's the thing in the back of my head. I'm sitting there thinking like I should, I need to distance myself, mm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so it's, it's again, I think there's a whole holistic way to approach it. Um, and I think just saying, can they be friends? Can't they be friends? I think it's, I think it's, um, uh, and this isn't 
uh, this isn't me saying this of you, but I think it, it, there is a level of immaturity to define it as just, yes, they can be friends or no, they can't. I think there's a whole way to approach it, to take into consideration their context where they're at, yeah, the, yeah. the strength of their own relationships yeah. to know how to let them in and how to be present in their life. Yeah. And so those married women that are in that place where I'm like, if you need anything, I'd do it. That's because them and their husbands are like, they're, they're super tough. They are one. Mm. Like they, they, they are a package together. Yeah. And so the reason I, I, I totally do anything for that woman is because I do anything for their husband as well. Yeah. Like and I think that's one of the know? things I said to Claire mm. as a, like when we were talking about it today yeah. was that for me to have a friendship with a married woman, yeah. I also have to, I first have to be friends with the husband. Yeah. Yeah. Like in, I, in that set that, and not because it's like the husband is more important because no, no. of that whole thing. Yeah. Like it's actually about them as a couple. It's yeah, like yeah. who you're invested in, not, Absolutely. not the individual. And that's where I have, I, I know people who, who aren't in that position, mm. who are friends with just the woman in the relationship or, you know, yeah. or the opposite way around just the man. And that's mm. when things become messy. Yeah, I mean, because when it's a share, like an overshare, and this, it, this is the whole is best it. thing, so the, this whole best friend thing yeah. of the opposite sex is like, but why are you sharing more detail with this yeah. other man than yeah. your partner? And that's where like the the issues I think arise, and where I would guard myself. Which yeah, and I, th I think it, when you say it gets messy, I think it depends. Again, it's the context of in terms of I think if you if it's because they're in circle one or two. For, I can understand that. But if they're in circle four or five and it's that, I think it's probably just having an awareness of- Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think it's it's not messy, but yeah. And that's but, what I think, like you say, it's, it is too simple to say, can men and women be friends? Yeah. Because I, 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 I have women friends and I really value them. No, you and, don't. And this is what you don't realize friends. you don't. I do. I'm trying. <laughs> um, but, and and actually, I, I, would, I wouldn't want to not have them around. As, mm. as in 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 the context of it at the minute, because yeah, like they're really valuable in terms yeah. of the input. But it's really interesting to me this because because that whole thing of that study, I thought like those people cannot be just like, oh, this is so and so from my class. Yeah, like we we hang out sometimes. Like this these people that these eighty eight couples of friends yeah, yeah. are definitely like close into like really intimate close relationships. Mm. Spent every day together. Mm. Somebody that I work with talks about how their son has has a has a best friend that's a girl and it's like they've always been their best friend they live together all of the stuff and this part of me is like no there's there's that's that's not gonna that's not the same as just like some somebody that they've had class with <laughs> like if it's that level of relationship yeah that's a different thing to yeah. just like somebody who's a friend yeah so i think that's where it's like that that definition and that, and yeah, so it, it is a bigger thing. It's, it's there, there's so much context to it, but it was such an interesting like exploration, unpacking it like, yeah. in conversation with somebody who I think was quite taken back because it almost made it sound like I was saying to her, "We're not friends," which isn't yeah, what I was saying. Which is, and and as well, I think which Claire so, knows. Just if Claire listens so, to this, you know this, Claire. We've so talked I, about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, for example, there's a really famous American evangelist called Billy Graham. Right. Oh yeah. Now Billy he would never be in a room with a woman. Bingo. Other than his wife, he wouldn't be in. A, he wouldn't be in a room alone with another woman that wasn't his wife. Yeah. Right. Um. And I remember someone saying, um, "Do you know what? I, I understand what Billy Graham was trying to do. This was. This was what I said. This is a someone else I know. Uh, yeah. He said someone else. Someone else. <laughs> well, I don't want to name them in case they ever listen to this. But um, 
was um, a mic. But he said he wasn't Mike. It was no, I'm not gonna say it was, but um but they said I think he was just scared. Like as in because that is a hard and fast rule that he's stuck with, but it's almost like you saying, Oh, they're a threat or something. When actually the then the women aren't a threat. And I th- I think it's that there are I think if we Wait, is that your view then? What? That he was scared. No, I don't really know. Because I, yeah. I, I wasn't I'm not I'm just saying that was this other person's viewpoint. I'm kind of indifferent on that. I understand. I think what he's de- what what Billy Graham did is a surefire way to never be put in a compromising yeah, position. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say it's like being it'd be like being an alcoholic and not and never going to a bar. Bingo. Like actually, it's wisdom. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So maybe if that was his biggest weakness, yeah. Actually, for the sake of his marriage and those relationships that were most important to him, like his wife, then maybe that is what he had to do. But if if it wasn't, then maybe it was excessive. Like, so I don't drink, but I could drink. Like, and I I wouldn't end up. Hopefully, I wouldn't end up under the table and addicted. Like, it's, you would. It's not immediately. It's not my. <laughs> um, but so I think if I think it can be so like your friend, you, so like Claire, I think that there's an element of um, you wouldn't want her to think like you're not friends because that's that would almost be like that that wouldn't do her justice. I think to to be yeah she's just an acquaintance yeah <laughs> um, but you, you do realise this is a podcast she can't see the quotation marks that you've just you just got one out um, so yeah so I think that's probably my thoughts on it I think there's a there's a way that we can really allow women into into in, into that space yeah um, as friends and and do it really well and yeah. I think it's important because otherwise well I, I'm saying this with a church hat on because it sometimes comes a, a bit different in the church in terms of how we do that and do it well. But um, maybe, maybe it's different in- I also, I wonder if there's a part of me that's uh, just a bit of a pessimist about some stuff. Yeah, I think I'm more of an optimist from than you From experience and from- Yeah, I as mean- As in like, yeah, but both like personal and familial like experience. Like maybe there's a part of me that's like, actually I'd like things to be more protected. Yeah, I th- I'd like. I th- I, some of my experiences haven't been like, like totally brilliant with that yeah yeah but but i think but i can see i can see the wealth of having of of having um uh women like that in 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 those important important places um Mm. and and i think actually no you've just got to learn from it i think you end up robbing yourself of of a of a just another dynamic of what um of of what healthy relationships look like i think that'd be a shame so um so yeah. Yeah, I think I think maybe then in I think my takeaway is that I still don't think for me that it's ever just friends and nothing else. Like if I'm letting someone into that friend level for me, not being an acquaintance, not being a colleague, not like the actual friend level. Yeah. Like where I'm I don't know, sharpening. Yeah. Whatever you're Yeah. Yeah. Then um I don't think that it can ever be just platonic for me. Okay. With a woman. Yeah. <laughs> with a man it can be. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> um and I still think that it's naive to think that you won't develop potentially develop feelings or have that potentially happen if you're giving yourself intimate space together. Intimacy not being like a seedy thing, intimacy just being like lots of intentional time together. Yeah, I, I, mean, I wouldn't do that either, though. But fine. Sorry, yeah, Caroline, yeah. you're halfway through your... <laughs> Come on, let me... Yeah, let sorry. Me. <laughs> um, Come out. <laughs> and I still... 
I still think that it's wisdom to, if you're going to have really close female friends to make who are in relationships, who are unavailable to you or you're unavailable to them, like you're in a relationship Mm. that you need to make sure that there's a partner in that in the sense of like we were saying, like married couples, like be friends with both and have the same level of of depth of relationship with both of them. See them as a couple, not as an individual. Yeah. Um, and vice versa, like if, if, if someone wants a friendship with you and you're married or in a relationship, make sure it's with both of you, not just you. Yeah. And then, yeah, I can't remember what the last thing was. No, me neither. But, so my takeaway, I think we might differ slightly, but it's, we're, what? we're more or less crossing paths there. But I think maybe my, my the way I define friend in that and what that looks like i'm totally more comfortable with having female friends i think that that are in that that um that more invested place Mm. but under the proviso that actually i i understand the strength of their context and know what they're grounded on and healthy marriage and all those sorts of things um and i i think with with that i think yes men and women can totally be friends. Um, but again, it's just knowing the boundaries you're going to put in place to honor them really well. Um, but also, um, but also to make sure that you don't put yourself in compromising positions and things like that. And yeah. <laughs> Do you think the answer is then that yes, men and women can be friends, but with lots of caveats, <laughs> with lots of asterisks at the end. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Um, yeah. Subclause one. I was thinking uh, about how it could also be a reflection of, of our characters like and how we like how much we know about ourselves I, th- I think everyone has the capacity to be capacity to be terrible i mean <laughs> yes uh, yeah i think whereas you're a saint you're a really I, lovely person i mean so. you're also a lovely person yeah That's no, not but, a, but but i think as well i think intuitively i'm also a saint as well in, by the way you didn't in, say in, that intuitively i know i know those women that i would count as as like good friends I know they're all safe. Mm. Like that, there, there is no, there's, there's not even a, there would never even be a hint of an issue because of, because of knowing their context and, and, and yeah. knowing, knowing the strength of relationship they have with their husbands, and also their husbands, I really value them equally. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, there, there isn't like a, a mismatch in that because, it, on because there is just one scale. Like they are on the scale together. Yeah, it's not, yeah. You know. Because um, they've become one flesh. Yeah, they become one flesh. Um, <laughs> so I, th- I think in that sense, it's that that doesn't really cross my mind. Um, yeah, it's probably just yeah, one of the places we're in different, but because I don't have any, yeah. I don't have any friendships like that. Mm. Oh, I'm I'm very blessed. I, I realise some people yeah. don't, but you're also a lot older than me, so it makes sense. That's um, <laughs> a, a lot. Old, I didn't. Mm. <laughs> That's, that's anyway, that's all we've got time for is uh, Jarrah's age. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Fantastic. Cracking. Okay. That was a good one, I thought. I enjoyed that. That was a good little topic. Yeah, I thought there's more to unpack. Yeah, well, considering right. that was off the cuff. I think I think it's the, the whole like defining friendships is actually the really important place to start because I think that's really hard and it's really personal. It is. Um, and, and knowing what... And I think if you... I think if, if, if you had a set definition for it, then you could work from that to then expand like, okay, so 
So we're not talking about like your examples of the people who are, yeah. that, that, I think that's where it's, where that's what muddies it is our own perspective on what friends are maybe. Yeah. But anyway, that's and, an, that's an off topic. That's an off the radio. And I think there's a bit of a paradox into that. We could, this could be its own, um, its own topic of podcastery, if, if that's it in a way. Relationships. But like, no, but like when you say defining friendship, like what you're saying is how do I, how do I create, I don't want to use the word rigorous boundaries, but really clear boundaries about what is or isn't a friend or what or how. So, and the thing is, because I know the the definitions of how I've defined the relationships that I have, and they're really clear to me, it means in those relationships, when I when I spend time with them or whatever, that I have freedom. So, so paradoxically, the the clearer the boundary, which is you'd say is restrictive, quote end quote, actually the greater freedom I have mm. to be able to allow those friendships to be there and to enjoy them. Mm. So that's uh, so yeah, freedoms and boundaries. Just that was a discussion I had the other day, Thanks, but so. on freedom and boundaries. But yeah, but that's just food for thought to end on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Nice to nice to see you. Nice well, nice to hear you. Well, I see you. Okay, right. Yeah, but they can't see us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Sunset Show Podcast Man Jared. I'm Matt. I'm Jack. See you next time.